Hello, everyone. I'm Monty McCutcheon, and this is my lovely wife, Dawn. We pastor Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin, Oregon, and we welcome you today to our Abundant Life Family Church online broadcast. Praise God. We're excited about getting into the Word of God today once again with you, and we believe that God has something special in store for you. Amen? Amen. Praise God. <laughs> the Word of God works. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're living in exciting times. Yes, we are. And this week, of course, we just had the election and it's not finalized yet. We'll get more into that in just a moment. But the word of God is a sure foundation. Mm -hmm. No matter what situation we're faced in life with, we can trust in almighty God and Jesus, our savior, because he is on our side at all times. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Well, today we're going to receive communion toward the end of the broadcast once again today. So if you want to ready that right now, it would be a great time to do that. We want to also thank you all for your continued faithful support and helping us in the ministry. Praise God. And we're so excited about what's going on here in these last days. And we need to keep reaching out because the time is short and Jesus yes, is, is coming soon. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, Let's get right into the Word of God today. If you have your Bibles, and hopefully you do, let's turn together to Luke chapter 18. We've been looking at this this last few weeks, and we took this text, a parable that the Lord Jesus Christ shared when he was here on earth 2,000 years ago about always praying and not fainting. Last week, we got into talking about not fainting and being strong in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And no matter what's thrown our way, having our feet on solid ground, which is the word of God at all times, we need to pray and continue to pray, yes. not pray just because we feel like it, not just pray because we always see a quick answer to our prayers, because sometimes as we've been sharing here, especially on the prayer of intercession, as we've been lifting up the leaders of this country, the leaders that will be uh, this past election and the results thereof that will come forth here shortly, hopefully. Uh, we're looking at how our prayers go into the back room, so to speak. And our prayers affect change. Uh, they affect uh, the hearts of men long before we see it on the outside. Long before it's externalized, uh, God begins to deal with men and women's hearts. The Bible tells us in the book of Job, and I know, honey, you quote and refer to that scripture a lot, uh, where it says that, he, God makes the heart soft. Yes. He, he softens our heart. And that is so important uh, for the seed to be received. Even a farmer knows that. And if you're out there and you've planted a garden, or perhaps you are a farmer and you farm many, many acres, uh, the seed before it's sown, the, the ground has to be tilled and readied. It has to be soft and supple before that seed can be received into the ground and start that miraculous work, that pre-programming to be played back at a later date that seeds have in them. And praise God, the word of God is the greatest seed and it always produces after its kind. Praise God. Amen. So let's look today at uh, Luke chapter 18, uh, the first eight verses again. And as we go to the Lord in prayer, first of all, uh, why don't you join with us and let's ask the Holy Spirit to open up the word to our spirits. Father God, we do thank you for this time together once again. And Lord, we thank you for the guiding hand of the Holy Spirit to help us today and give us utterance. Open up the eyes of our understanding. 
so that we might see the word of God as it is in truth, uh, to, to bring to our remembrance things that perhaps we knew at one time, but uh, have forgotten about. And Lord, we thank you for enlightening any darkness that's in our life. And we thank you that every need will be met once again today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 Well, Luke chapter 18, verse one, it says, and he, speaking of Jesus, spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray. And if that's not underlined or highlighted in your Bible, I encourage you to do that. That men ought always to pray and to not faint. So fainting is not always praying and always praying does not end up fainting because prayer, believing prayer, prayer that is on a scriptural basis that will be answered by the Lord uh, has to begin where the will of God is known for sure. Mm -hmm. That's why we start with the precious word of God. And as a Christian, we take the word of God seriously because it was written to us. The New Testament was written to born-again Christians. It was written to us uh, to give us light concerning God's will for our lives. Mm -hmm. That's why to know the Word of God is to know the will of God, okay? The Old Testament was written uh, for our benefit, but we're not under the Old Covenant. We're in the New Covenant, which was established upon better promises, okay? And it was done so by the Lord Jesus Christ at Calvary 2,000 years ago. And it's called the blood of the everlasting covenant. Praise God. So Jesus starts out here in Luke 18, verse 1. And he says, he spoke this parable to this end that men ought always to pray and to not faint. He said, saying in verse 2, there was a, in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. So basically we could say, he didn't fear God. He didn't regard man. So he didn't respect either one. He was like, no doubt, what we see so much in our modern culture today and different people of leadership, unfortunately, is that what's in it for me, mm -hmm. uh, I really could care less what happens to you. Yeah. Kind of a nonchalant attitude. Well, if you're a judge, that's not the right attitude to have when you're dealing with other people's lives in a significant right. way. But unfortunately, and this is why it's called the parable of the unjust judge, but it says there he didn't fear God nor regard man. And there was this widow in the city and she came unto him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. So in other words, she had something that she needed to go get a ruling from him on. And she had some adversarial situation that was going on in her life. And she was taking up her own cause before this judge, who could care less, actually. Mm -hmm. Of all people, she would have thought, he would have thought, well, this judge, this lady, you know, she's a widow, you know, she maybe she didn't have a lot of money, who knows? But he had an idea, she's not important. So he she goes and says, avenge me of my adversary. And this is what we're going to read here, what I was just talking about. And he would not for a while, but afterwards he said within himself, though I fear not God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her lest by her continual coming she weary me. Mm -hmm. So this judge, honey, think about this. This judge came 
this woman came before this judge, stayed before him, mm-hmm. and wouldn't take no for an answer. That's right. He kept, she kept after it before him. Mm-hmm. And that is the prayer of persistence. Yes. Now she's coming on behalf of herself, and intercession is actually standing in the gap for someone else. And we've been talking about prayer these last several weeks, the prayer of intercession, particularly seeking God, mm-hmm. praying for our leaders, leaders to be, but coming before God and bridging the gap. As we read back there a few weeks ago in Ezekiel, where the Lord was seeking for someone to stand in the gap to make up the hedge that he wouldn't destroy the land. Mm-hmm. So this lady, get the picture, keeps coming to this judge and will not take no for an answer. That's right. And she knew in her heart, no doubt, that she is going to get the answer she wants Mm -hmm. if she stays with it. Mm -hmm. Well, brothers and sisters, if we stay with it in prayer, holding up this country, the leaders of this country, it's going to surely come to pass in those that are raised up in leadership. Mm -hmm. Because again, as I mentioned earlier, our prayers go to the heart of men for God to deal by the Spirit of God with the human heart. Mm -hmm. But our prayers go into the back room where we don't see anything that's going on but God Almighty. That's right. And that is so refreshing to know that not only does God know it all, but He's omnipresent. Mm -hmm. He's everywhere all the time. And he knows everything that's going on. And he knows what's in man. And if we pray here on earth according to the word of God, which he's already commanded us to do, he's going to give us an answer to prayer that's in line with what he told us, foretold us, mind you, to pray to him. And he's already predisposed to answer that prayer. Now, The reason, as we're reading this parable, that it's so important to really take this all in, brothers and sisters, is that look at what Jesus said here about this parable was about men ought to always to pray and to faint not. Well, the tendency, and we got into this a little bit last week, is for us to give up praying for things and about things where we don't see a quick answer, especially You could be praying about your family, your children, your grandchildren, maybe a spouse Mm -hmm. that's not saved yet. Uh, Maybe another relative, maybe a situation to where you know that God wants to get in there and change a situation, but you've seen it time and again. It's seemingly that you've prayed and there's been no change instantly or as quickly as you think. And this is one of the ways that the devil wears down the saints is by discouragement that it must not be God's will after all to answer that prayer when nothing could be further from the truth because we live in a time where this right here, this watch, we run on a clock. Mm -hmm. And so many times Christians fall into the trap is I'm a faith person. I pray, I believe, I know I believed, I know I'm believing according to the word of God, 1 John 5, uh, 14. This is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us, right? Yes. And if we know that he hears us, we know that we have the petitions that we've desired of him. Amen. Well, 
We know this. We pray in line with the word of God. We say, God, I'm believing you. I know I prayed in line with your word, but still we don't see the answer. Well, here's a great encouragement to you, brothers and sisters. Or as fast as we want to see it. Yes, as fast as we want to see it. And that's how so many times in life, we, give up. we don't give God time to work. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's just a matter of taking off the wristwatch, taking this off, and not being blinded by the time factor. Mm -hmm. Because we think if it hasn't happened after this period of time, then it must be the sovereignty of God that God doesn't want to do it after all. Well, God wants to bless you. Yes. He wants to bless this nation. But we cannot give up on the promises of God because God's timing and our timing are not the same time. Mm -hmm. They're not the same time most of the time. Mm -hmm. our, our today <laughs> and what we think ought to happen today <laughs> may not be exactly what God said. Now, I'm not talking about healing for your body or God meeting your needs. I'm talking about some of these things when it comes to the prayer of intercession mm -hmm. to where you have to stand in the gap for a protracted period of time before you see the results Amen. that you want to see happen. That's right. Well, you're talking about the timetable and it's really important that uh, we have to know, as you mentioned there in First John 5, 14 and 15, that this is a confidence that we have that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Mm -hmm. And we know that if he heareth, we, you know, heareth us, that we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. So we have to know, first of all, that the Lord hears our prayers when we yes. pray. And I really like, you know, I really like um, what the book of Job has to say in regards to a few of these scriptures here, because, you know, the Lord's on your side. Yes, he and, is. you know, the Bible talks about fighting the good fight of faith. First Timothy, you know, chapter six, verse 12 talks about fighting the good fight of faith. Fighting. So there, it doesn't mean that it's always gravy smooth. Sometimes you're going to have a resistance, especially if the Lord's ordained it for your life. Right. I mean, when we were called to come up here to the Pacific Northwest, we had multiple confirmations. And we got to the point that we were like, you know what, Lord? No, we don't want any more confirmations. Yeah. Because we knew that along with that, those were to help anchor us. But we heard from the Lord first. And then the, the Lord, you know, bore witness with other people by them speaking these things to us. Yes. We weren't looking for words. We weren't looking for them. Mm -hmm. But we knew it was going to be kind of rough sailing. Yeah. And what the word of God does for us, it anchors us. Yes, it, it does. It settles us. You know, I like what Psalm 46, 5 says, God is in the midst of her and she's not rightly moved. And that's for men too. Yes. God is in the midst of us. When you are in him and he's in you, then you're anchored in the Lord. You're like a tree planted by the rivers of the living water of Jesus Christ. Yes. And I like what... Job 22 says right here, you know, it says right here in verse 21, acquaint that now thyself with him and then be at peace. Thereby good shall come unto thee. Mm -hmm. When we are acquainting ourselves with the Lord, when we lift up our prayer and we lay up mm -hmm. his words in our heart and we return to the Lord, thou shalt be built up, it says there in verse 23. And then jumping down to verse 25, it says, yea, the almighty shall be thy defense and thou shalt have plenty of silver. For then thou shalt have thy delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face unto God. Then thou yeah. um, shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee. Here's another scripture about talking about him hearing us. Remember, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, today and forever. And he's in his Father, and the Father's in him. So the word of God never changes, even though this is the Old Testament, right? 
and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. And, mm -hmm. and the light shall light or shall shine upon thy ways. And it's so important because, and then it goes on to talk about how he delivers the island of the innocent. But then if you go here to Job 6, verse 25, it says, How forcible are right words. But yes. what doth your argument reprove? But I'm talking about the focus here is how forcible are right words. When That's we right. speak the word of God, there's a force. And you yes. have to give it, like you were talking about, honey, the time frame, the timetable. You know, we, our timetable is not the same as the Lord's. That's right. And if we put things in his hands, it's important that we keep them in there and That's don't right. take them out of his hands by our words. We have to put a guard on our lips. The Bible says, lest it, you know, uh, it can save our soul from trouble. Mm -hmm. Because you can talk yourself into faith by speaking the word of God. Mm -hmm. And then the realm of reason can come in and say, well, you know what? It doesn't look like that's happening. Or that's mm -hmm. not happening as fast as what you had said. Or did you hear that bad report? Well, that that that's not, you know, you're not believing for those things. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe you have to stand really strong and long, you know, through faith and patience, they inherited the promises of God. Yeah, Hebrews so, the, so we have to, yes, verse 12, we have to mix patience with our faith when we're standing and believing God for things. And that can be even for this election. Yes. Really believe in God for, uh, there, for truth and righteousness to be upheld and to shine forth. Yeah, and exactly. And to prevail. And our prayers have not been in vain. No. They have been working. Yes. And be encouraged tonight, brothers and sisters. They are working. They have been working. God heard us from the moment we prayed in the name of Jesus. Yes. And there's so many scriptures that come up and come it's to me. Lot. Uh, but one I'd like to look at here. Over in Mark 4, right after he tells, because we have been talking about, can't, it's like putting seed in supple soil mm -hmm. to give that seed a chance to be enveloped in that soil to and to germinate and to be played back and to grow up. Well, Jesus right. says precisely that after he tells us the most important parable that we can know, because this is the beginning place of understanding the parables that the Lord shared. Mm -hmm. And he's told us about the parable of the sower in Mark 4, verse 14. Okay? He said, if we don't understand this parable, we're not going to understand how the kingdom of God operates. So he goes through all the four different types of soil. Most of you are very familiar with that whole teaching there. But then he ends up saying in verse 26, and he said... So is the kingdom of God, as if a man should cast seed into the ground and should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring up and grow up. He knoweth not how, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself, first the blade, then the ear, after that the full corn in the earth. But when the fruit is brought forth, immediately he putteth it in the sickle, because the harvest is come. Praise God. Now think about that. That's Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29. You can mark that down, look that up later. But we want to refer to that because I believe the Spirit of God wants us to really get a hold of these things right now as many of you out there, not only who have been listening to this broadcast, but all across America and other ministers and preachers, we've been praying, we've been believing, we've been interceding. Yes, for God to move on this nation, yes. 
-hmm. for righteousness to come forth. Yes. And I'm encouraging you today that even as Jesus said there, as we go back to Luke 18, that we don't faint mm -hmm. in our prayers of intercession. We don't give up. We don't quit. It's easy to quit. It's easy to stop. And that's one of the things, one of the greatest things that we have seen over the years, along with other ministers have seen the same thing. But I just bring this out because it's important that it's easy to quit. It's easy to stop what you started. Mm -hmm. It's not how we start. As I remember one dear man of God used to say repeatedly, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. Mm -hmm. And you always want to finish strong. Yes. You always want to get stronger and stronger as you go. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. We can't do this in our own strength. That's we don't right. have the ability. You don't, you don't either. You may be naturally strong. That's good. Praise God. Lift weights every day. Bench press 250 pounds. Whatever it may be. <laughs> that's wonderful. Praise God. That's me. <laughs> we need the natural, but we need the spiritual. Yes. And Paul said to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So we're supposed to be strong in him, not in and of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And when we're praying, according to the scriptures, when we're looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, when we're holding steady, when it doesn't look like anything is changing, has changed, or ever will change, that's when you hold steady doing the same thing. When? Let me qualify this. Yes. When you're doing the will of God, mm -hmm. when you're praying in line with the word of God. Mm -hmm. And we are. We've been praying. Yes. praying. Yeah. Remember what the scripture, we've looked at this several times, but over in 2 Samuel, where David, the last words of David, he said that he, he that ruleth over men must be just, ruling in the fear of God. That's what we've been praying for, more and more leaders. Mm -hmm. And I believe, not because I've seen it so much come to pass, as I want to see it, but I believe God, I yes, believe yes. that our prayers have been working. I believe Amen. we have sowed into the ground, the realm of the spirit by the spirit of faith Amen. and that God has been moving by his mighty hand yes. in the back room, in these places, tugging on hearts. Mm -hmm. Even people that might've been resistant to the leading and the pleading of his spirit and by the messengers He's raised up all around them to influence them because mm -hmm. God does that. And especially when we ask him, of course, mm -hmm. but God works his influence these ways, but we have to give him time. That's right. You can't, don't, I encourage you today. If you get anything out of what we are sharing today, mm -hmm. brothers and sisters, don't give up on the promises That's of God. Right. Hold yes. steady. As Pastor Don was bringing out a minute ago, First mm -hmm. uh, uh, Timothy 6, 12, Fight the good fight of faith. Mm -hmm. The real fight for the Christian is not with swords and spears. Mm -hmm. The real fight is staying in faith. That's right. It's one thing to get in faith, believe in God, but it's an entirely That's different right. thing to stay, stay in faith, faith until you see the fullness of the answer. Amen. Let that sink yes. down deep in your heart, brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. because that is important. Well, and you know, people say, uh, it's, it reminds me of going to a funeral. We've been to a lot of funerals and, um, and the ones that you have conducted, you know, you've presided over, um, have, you always give the word of God. 
The word of God always comforts us and helps us in our point of need. And I have been to funerals where the, the word of God wasn't given. And people are mourning. People are in grief and they're looking for hope. And even though they sense a loss, maybe that person, uh, you know, hopefully knew the Lord or maybe they didn't know the Lord. You can still tie in scriptures with that. But when no scriptures even given at a Christian funeral, it can be, mm -hmm. it can be very, you know, hope deferred maketh the heart sick. And sometimes you leave there and you think, oh my goodness, you know, this is really sad and hopeless. But the word of God, that's why we're given all these different scriptures is to give, it doesn't mean you lose your salvation, doesn't mean you lose your hope, but this really encourages our faith. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, the Bible it says, does. let us not become weary in well-doing. There's You can start out right, like you were saying, honey, you can start out in faith, but if you don't watch and you don't guard and protect your faith, uh, it can be deferred. It can be taken out of you. It can leak out and you can say, well, I didn't see this happening or what's going on here. When you really put your trust in the Lord and say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth, in earth as it is yeah. in heaven. And yeah. you put Old your Christ. heart, you put your life into the palm of God's hand. Mm -hmm. He's not going to let anything other than the, the best of what he has for you come to pass. Mm -hmm. I've seen it from my, from my own life. Mm -hmm. I've been raised a Christian all my life, was saved at the age of four, filled with the Holy Ghost at the age of nine. And the Lord told me in my, my late teens, early 20s, he says, you don't, you're not sold out for me. And I'm like, well, what do you mean I'm not sold out for you? I've been a Christian all my life. He says, I don't have all of you. And when I made that decision, there's no looking back. I can see the pivot in my life, the change in my life, to sell it for the things of God. And he's mm -hmm. not allowed anything but the best. Now, has it always been what I thought it would be? No. Has it always been? Never is. Uh, has it been quite what I, you know, the timing that I thought it would be? No. But it's always been the best. And he told me it's going to be good. He promised us a good life. All things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to the, his purpose. When we trust in him and we pray mm -hmm. and we ask for his best. Yes. And I like what 2 Corinthians chapter 1 says. We, a lot of times we give this at funerals. This is not a funeral. Okay, it's not over yet. Um, our life is not over yet. God's still on the throne. He hasn't, yeah, you know, Jesus he's not, is still he hasn't fallen off the, the throne, throne looking for his crown. He's still on the throne. So 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3 says, Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, God of all comfort. who comforteth who comforteth us in all of our tribulation, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. Amen. So that's what we're doing for you this morning, or this, well, this morning, afternoon, or evening. It's actually evening, but you know, might be morning where you're at. Yes. Um, but also, too, Ephesians, I like what Ephesians 6 says, okay? It's a beautiful outlay. I'll just cover this briefly. Verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. So when we put on the full armor of God, I never take it off. Some people physically feel like, you know, they need to put it on every morning. They do it according to their conviction, whatever you feel like you need to do. I personally never want to take it off, but it's good to remind ourselves of what we need to keep on us yes. and put on. Amen. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may <clears> be able to withstand in the evil day, whatever evil day it is. And having done all to stand. to stand. So we have to be able to stand, therefore, mm -hmm. having your loins girt about Very with good. truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Now, remember, when you've done all these things, right? Above all, 
taking the shield of faith shield wherewith of faith. If yes. you may you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts darts of the wicked one you know the wicked the devil and mm-hmm. take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god praying always with prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance all perseverance and supplication for all Praise saints yes. so this is how we're able to stand is when we've done what we know to do and that is you know that is put on the full armor of god Stay in the word of God. Don't let it depart from your eyes. Keep it in the midst of your mouth because there's stay a force. Steady. There's a force. You stay steady. Stay steady. Having done all to stand, she just read. Yes. You stand. And you stand in prayer. You stand in intercession. You stand. Praying always. Like one uh, well-known man of God said years ago, he said, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm moved by what I believe. And I believe God. Amen. Do you believe God today? If you slipped out of believing God, get right back in there. Mm-hmm. Get right back saying, Lord, forgive me for unbelief and get right back in there. Mm-hmm. Because brothers and sisters, the best is yet to come for the body of Christ, for Amen. the true believer yes. who sold out to God, serving God with all of their heart and endeavoring to please him. Oh yeah, you're going to have tribulation in this world. Jesus said that and he said, be of good cheer, though. In this world, you're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. And some of the tribulation that we encounter is the trials that we face that we didn't count on. Mm-hmm. We don't count on certain things. That's why today, with what we're sharing here, this about the parable of men ought always to pray and to faint not. Mm-hmm. Let this get deep in your heart, brothers and sisters. Because it will save you so much agony to understand the process of the seed. Like the scripture says there in Galatians 6, we went went to this last week. It says, beloved, be not mocked, be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Well, guess what? It goes on to say that if you sow to the Spirit, you're of the Spirit going to reap Life everlasting. If you sow to the flesh, you're of the flesh going to reap corruption. But he went on to say, in due season, you're going to reap if you faint not. Amen. That's a promise. So when Mm. do you reap? You reap in due season. When is due season? The answer? Later than we always want it to be (laughs) most of the time. Right? But Isn't that true? God is seldom early. (laughs) Never but late. he's never late. That's right. He's, he's always on time. He, he's always on time. Always God hasn't time. forgotten where you're at. Don't be discouraged about what you see going on with the elections or, or what, what you, you think or what you don't see or how you think maybe your prayers didn't avail or they're not working. They are working yes. because the word of God works yes. if we work it. And working the word of God when we're praying, especially for situations like this, for our nation, for our leaders, for the elections, for the things to transpire, this takes place over a period of time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't get just transformed instantly. Mm-hmm. We'd like that, but this is not how it is. This is not reality. So be encouraged about that. Praise God, the, the best is yet to come. Yes. Jesus is coming soon. But perhaps you're out there today and you would say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus. And if he was to come, I don't know that I'd have the assurance inside. I don't have 
that assurance, that inside knowledge and knowing that I know I'm his. Well, you can know that today. God loved the world and he sent Jesus. The father loves you. He cares about you. And he cares about every human being that's ever lived on the face of this earth. But God loves you. And on your behalf, it was if it was you alone, he would have sent the Lord Jesus Christ to bear the sin, the pain, the agony of sin that took us away out of a relationship with God. So if you're out there today and you do not know Jesus as your own personal Savior, I invite you right now, we're going to pray. Very simple prayer, but it must be out of your heart. You must believe it. And it's only the first step in your walk with God and coming into the family of God. Mm -hmm. He'll forgive you of all your past by the blood of Jesus. He'll cleanse you, create you anew on the inside. And praise God, that newness of life will be known to you. And as you begin to grow in the things of God, get into a good local church, start reading the word of God, practicing the word of God, walking in the light you know, company with like-minded believers, your life will change and you'll begin to grow in the things of God. So why don't you, if you're out there today and you're not sure, why don't you pray with us right now and say it out of your heart. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I come to you. I come to you. And I ask. And I ask. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. To come into my heart. To come into my heart. To be my. To be my. Personal Lord and Savior. Personal Lord and Savior. I believe. I believe. That he was raised from the dead. That he was raised from the dead. On that third day. On that third day. And as I invite him in today. And as I invite him in today. I thank him. I thank him. For washing me. For washing me. Cleansing me. Cleansing me. By his precious blood. By his precious blood. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, if you prayed that, they may may seem so simplistic. You may be out there today. You've been searching and you just happen to come across this broadcast and you don't know why you stumbled upon it. It was by the providence of Almighty God for such a time as this, because God loves you. And again, this is just the first step not the last step. And if you did pray that prayer, I want you to go to the website that you see on that screen and contact us. Send us an email. We'd love to pray with you even further in depth. We'll get in contact with you. We want to send you some free materials to help your, you in your walk with the Lord because you need to walk forward with him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. This is a great time to be serving God. Mm-hmm. And We can help you to get in a good, strong local church. And if you're up here in the Northwest in the Portland metro area, we invite you to come out to Abundant Life Family Church in Tualatin and be a part of what God's doing in our ministry there. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So let's receive communion together. Amen. Amen. I just heard here that there has been a record number of coronavirus people, I should say, that uh, have been infected, cases, cases, they Mm -hmm. say, Mm -hmm. of the coronavirus. Well, guess what? I've got good news for you. There's more people being tested, so there's bound to be more people that have been exposed to it. Mm -hmm. To be exposed to it doesn't mean you're infected with it, but you don't need to be afraid Mm -hmm. because we were just talking about this earlier before we 
started this session about just how much fear just today. It's just, oh, this is happening. This is happening. I could go, I could go on for another 30 minutes about mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. But God hasn't given us a spirit of fear. That's right. But a power, love, and a sound mind. Mm -hmm. And God doesn't want you sick, and he does not want you afraid, and he wants to get the gospel out. He doesn't want you to become a shut-in, okay? Mm -hmm. So I encourage you about that, okay? Amen. So, Amen. But let's receive communion on the basis of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Honey, do you want to pray over the bread? The sure. bread speaks of the broken body of the Lord Jesus Christ for our physical healing. Yes. And for the soundness in our flesh. Mm -hmm. And the Bible tells us that when Paul told us what Jesus did on that night in which he was betrayed, he took bread and he gave thanks and he said, take, eat, this is my bread. Mm -hmm. and this is my body, which is broken for you. Yes. And the bread was symbolic of it. Mm -hmm. But he said, do this in remembrance of me. Amen. Take this. Mm -hmm. So we do that by the hand of faith. So honey, why don't you want to go ahead sure. and pray over that? So, Father God, we do. We give you thanks right now in the name of Jesus. We're so yes, thankful we for what Jesus did for us on the cross. Yes, Lord, we, we do, do Lord. put ourselves in remembrance. We don't take it lightly. And, Lord, as we don't take it lightly, we take it in a worthy manner. Yes, we, we thank do. you, Father, for what he did for us on Calvary, on the cross. And not only what he did there, Father, but Jesus died and he rose again on the third day and he whipped the devil. The yes, devil thought totally. he had him beat and defeated, but Thank Jesus you, rose from the dead and he conquered death and hell and he took upon himself all of our sicknesses and our sins. And fathers, we take this bread and eat up this bread. We thank you for your healing power that's being ministered to us as we partake yes. and put ourselves in remembrance of what Jesus did. This is one of the ways to be healed. And we receive healing right now. If you need healing in your body, we just receive it as you partake and say, Lord, I believe I receive healing from my body as you eat the bread. Yes, and we Father, thank you, thank Lord, you. that you are also healing hands, uh, any um, arthr uh, riddick, arthritic uh, conditions in the hands and the joints. And, the, and uh, that's what I see right now in Jesus' name. Just receive that and say, Lord, I thank you. And even if it's not called out, we stand upon the word of God. And the word of God covers every sickness, yes, it does. every disease, every germ, every virus, every bacteria. Perhaps you've been infected with the COVID, you know, and you say, well, I've been, I've been sick with this. Say, well, Father God, I receive healing right now for my body. Yes. And I thank you, Lord, thank you, for Father you God. making me as good as new. Yes, you Father restoring God. to me my health, the joy of my salvation. Mm -hmm. Because part of your joy is being healthy, right? Thank so you, thank you, Lord. Let's partake and say thank you, Lord, for healing me right now in Jesus' thank name. Thank you for healing me right now thank in you, the Lord. name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We believe, Lord, mm -hmm. in your healing power, touching our bodies. Yes, Jesus. And being every whit whole. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. You are thank my you, healer. Jesus. Yes, you are, Lord. Thank you for that right now mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Thank you. Amen. 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 Well, Jesus took of the cup and he said, this is the cup, the New Testament in my blood. Do this in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. Yeah. And he is coming again. But this cup represents the spilled blood of Jesus to wash away all of our guilty stains all of our sins, to bring us into right relationship with the Heavenly Father, 
to create us anew on the inside and then receive forgiveness whenever we would ask, according to 1 John 1, 9. So right now, let's celebrate and let's thank the Lord thank for Jesus. his forgiveness yes, Lord. and his cleansing power by the Holy Spirit thank on you, the Lord. basis of the word. Thank you for that right now, Father. Mm -hmm. May that become a greater living reality in each and every one of our lives as we partake of the cup right now. In Jesus', Jesus. name, amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The Lord is good. Yes, he is. He is a good God. Mm -hmm. He loves you. He's got a plan for you. And these the last days, these are exciting times. We encourage you at all times, always keep your eyes on the Lord Jesus Christ. Stay in his word. Stay in fellowship with other like-minded believers. And above all things, don't give up on God and the prayers that you have prayed and have been praying for this nation over this past election and the things that are ahead for the body of Christ. Amen. Because great things are ahead. Mm -hmm. No matter what people say in the natural, we got to hold fast to what, what God said. Mm -hmm. And God wants us to reach the harvest in these last days. Yes. So as we end up today, glory to God. God loves you. We love you. Go in the name of Jesus, share your testimony. Tell people about what God's done for you. And until he come, we must all together keep the switch of faith turned on and keep believing God for the future that set is right before us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.